The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the oh, Midwest. Boy. The following views are 100% yeah, undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our I own and not representative of any organization we belong to, You're our fat. employers, and most importantly, our wives. That's a great So idea. basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your brother's got a big mouth. A lot of good ones in here. Yeah, that was hot. You disgust me. Yoo-hoo, baby! Yoo-hoo, baby! <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. I got stuff in here. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee. Nick Marty. The Diesel Tom Bryan. Hi! Hello. Hello. What's happening, Hot Stuffs? Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. It's showtime! Are you ready? Hey, Carl, what's up? Hi, Carl. This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go. It's February 10th. It's 2021. Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. A podcast for dudes. <laughs> Excuse me. Had to clear my throat there for a second. By Four Dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. Thanks so much for listening to us. We appreciate it. My all-virtual group of co-hosts, here they are, Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nick. Good evening. It's my favorite night of the week. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's glad, I'm glad to see you. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm glad you can see me as well. Are you doing well? I am. I'm doing really good. Doing really good. You look great. I, uh, a little refreshed. I got to do a little ice fishing this weekend and got nice. away from work a little bit. And so I'm, I'm raring and ready to go. That's, that's quacktastic. Yeah. The Diesel Tom Ryan, there he is. Hey. How's it going? I'm excited. I get to go to Florida in three days. Gonna catch COVID? <laughs> plan. Okay, sounds good. Well, we have an excellent... I'll be over it by the time we have our guys trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Uh, we have an excellent show tonight for you guys. Well, you're just, you know... What's your problem? What? You just... I mean, hi. Hi. What? You got something you want to say? Well, you know. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> called the Four Norsemen, a podcast for dudes by four dudes, and I feel like one has been conveniently omitted in the introductions, flushed away in the introductions. I have a problem with you. Uh oh, what I do? Yep. You know, Tom had a really good idea for the show tonight. And you poo-pooed all over it with your Heidi Klum take. <laughs> and I want to know what the bloody hell is your problem with the most beautiful woman of all time besides my wife? I have no problem with Heidi Klum whatsoever. It's just I've been having to hear about it for the last, you know, 15 plus years. And, uh, you know, it's just... You know, a broken well, record that I don't want to listen to. So, okay, so let's just say for a second that we did do a top four Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Uh-huh. You know? And, yes, Heidi Klum would be my first pick. Okay? There's no doubt about it. I think she's the... She's numero uno in my book. She always has been. And you just poo-pooed. You poo-pooed. You poo-pooed all over it that's you poo-pooing oh i don't want to do that because no i didn't say i don't want to do that i don't want to do know, that because you know what's really fun is when you know people are asking for ideas and then somebody delivers four ideas yep and all you do is come at me with the negativity yep you oh. did yep you did are you, are you sensitive are you, are you i'm defensive of defensive? my woman heidi klum She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She's beautiful. She's multi-talented. 
I mean, she she's a fine wine. I just don't understand the apprehension to me bringing her up. Talk about your all-time backfires. Yeah, it really did backfire on you. Oh, man. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. Nick, you have a story <laughs> to tell us. I do. Uh, I have a... Uh, the four yeah. Norsemen are proud to present Sleeping on the Sofa Sessions. Okay, it's Sleeping on the Sofa Sessions. Nick has a uh, one to kick off the show tonight. I'm just going to move on from you, Jeremy. So Nick has a story uh, yeah, that he wants to tell, and we're going to let him tell it. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, yeah, hot off the press, like, happened, ooh, I would say 45 minutes ago. No kidding, huh? Uh, currently, yeah. So as soon as it happened, my first thought wasn't, you know, to feel bad. It was, man, this would be really good to tell on the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> it's the greatest. So... Uh, I think you'll appreciate it. I think Tom will appreciate it probably the most because he has a child right okay. now. Um, so, so I have a four-year-old, four-year-old girl who loves music, right? She's, she's in that mode where she hears a song and she just sings it mm-hmm. all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really into the song, uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun yep. right now. Yep. Uh, she, okay. you know, she learned it from the movie Trolls. And then we're like, oh, it's actually a real song. It's not Trolls Just Want to Have Fun. It's Girls. So she sings it all the time. Okay. All right, so that's part one. Part two is for Christmas, uh, her father, who is me. Yep. Um, that's good to know. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> I'm pretty. Um, buys her a book uh, for her stocking called I Need a New Butt. And, and the story behind the book is that this this little boy's butt is cracked. Uh, and... <laughs> And he's trying to find a new butt. So the whole book is, I need a new butt. Because uh, mine is cracked. And so my girls think it's funny. You know, you know oh. farts and two and yeah, butts I think it's are funny. funny. Yeah. Right? My wife wasn't super thrilled with the purchase to begin with. Because now my daughters <laughs> have been talking about butts and bathroom humor and stuff all the time. They're the best. Yep. So, so Farts are M- funny. Yeah. So, so the four-year-old's making her valentine night for for her friends in in her little preschool class and she's sitting at the table and she starts singing right and so jenna has been telling me that hey all of this i want to have a butt thing is going to come back and embarrass her someday embarrass embarrass your daughter or embarrass your wife jenna let's be honest that's what she cares about right and so jenna jenna and i are sitting there and and my daughter we she starts singing girls just want to have fun and then all of a sudden she kind of giggles to herself and she changes the words a little bit. Uh, and so now all night she has been singing, girls just want to have butt fun, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is much different than I think the original song entitled. And so the moment it came out, I... I kind of turtled up, both in laughter and in fear, um, because she'll probably go to daycare tomorrow, and it's also a preschool day, and she might be sitting around with the teacher talking about how, yeah, girls just want to have butt fun. I really That's amazing. That's gold. I got, I got quite the look. I got the C. C. Um... <laughs> And so now I'm in dad mode that Tom may have been where your fingers are crossed that you can get through the next few days without coming or without it coming out in public and we can just let this storm pass. So what are the odds that we could uh, get your daughter on the podcast to uh, give us the rendition of, of Cindy Lauper's, you know, hit? So- so I'm not going to lie. My wife has to do some shopping this weekend. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to whisper here. My goal is to get a recording of it for the podcast. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. So I am on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to create another one of these sessions when my wife listens later on. But yep. it's worth it for the listeners it will bring in. All right. Yeah. Very good. I'm in. All for the podcast. Yep. yep. Awesome. This has been Sleeping on the Sofa Sessions, brought to you by the Four Norsemen. <laughs> what an idiot. The Four Norsemen. <laughs> great story, Nick. I appreciate you telling that and sharing that with uh, us. That was great. Yeah, good stuff.
Good stuff. I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already committed now, so what's the, what's the point of trying to get out of it? Tom, speaking of kids saying stuff, I don't think I ever imported your 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 daughter saying uh, good night in that very cute voice that she that she did. I'm gonna put that. Yeah, in. that's her natural voice. It's yeah. cute. Yeah, it's very cute. She's adorable. Uh, yeah, I like her. Yeah. Now that now that we're starting to get funny things from the kids, yeah, we have to we have to start utilizing that to the to the show's full potential. Absolutely. Yeah, so. she she's really getting her uh, personality coming through as of the last couple of weeks. So I have a feeling there'll be some things that uh, might be worthy of adding to the show at some point. Awesome. Um, we have a most excellent show for you this evening. I know I say that all the time. I do. I say it all the time, but I truly mean it. Because tonight we're talking about beer, and I love beer. Beer's my favorite thing outside of Heidi Klum. And uh, and we haven't uh, we haven't done a top four for a while. So tonight on The Norseman, we are bringing you our top four favorite beers of all time. I was talking to Scooter last night, and I'm like, you know what, dude? Like, we love you. You're the, you're, you're the highlight of the show. People ask for Scooter all the time um, and want his advice on stuff. But you know what? We know, we know a thing or two about this wonderful beverage right here. So we're going to bring you our personal favorite beers. And I'm excited to see uh, similarities, obviously, and differences on all four of our lists tonight. That'll be a lot of fun. Plus, Scooter, speaking of, is back with the most educational beer of the week. Nick has a brand new game to play. I'm excited. I'm intrigued just by the title you sent me. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And uh, then Tom will bring us a hero of the week to wrap it all up. Everyone good? Everyone ready? Everyone's excited? Stoked? Yeah, okay, let's roll. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. I am Adam Lee. We are the Four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everybody, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen, and I want to let you in on our secret weapon for the show, Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Whether you're looking for music for your podcast, your home movie or YouTube video, a presentation or project for school or work, SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. I was able to find Christmas music for the holiday season, spooky music for Halloween, sports music anytime we need that, and even funny circus music for any segment that we're being clowns so I guess I could probably use that for every segment. The best part though about SilvermanSound.com is tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste your time. Don't do it. Worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast. You only need Shane. Donate and support to SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. This is the Four Norsemen. Are you jerking my bobber? No boogers. We got anything, we got mad. And now here is something you'll really enjoy. Alright, second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for tuning in. There are so many ways to connect with us. Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, emails. Norseman4, that's the number four, at gmail.com. And a lot of ways to listen to. Check us out. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Overcast, Pandora, and of course, our homepage, fournorseman.podbean.com. We appreciate any reviews you give our uh, you give us as well. And uh, uh, Nick, you've been killing it on the social media lately with, um, you know, uh, uh, we, got some, we got some pretty good follows, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to still say we're at a grassroots level. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, our, our board game episode got retweeted by Upper Deck. Uh, like the card was, company. The, the big card company. We talked nice. about Marvel Legendary, which is a favorite board game of ours, uh, created by Upper Deck. Uh, and I, I had tagged them in one of our tweets, uh, and they liked it, and they retweeted us, which was cool. So getting our, our brand out there a little bit. Sweet. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, and uh, uh, previewing um, our segment about beer tonight, you got yeah. uh, retweeted from a from a brewery, or uh, Jeremy, just uh, it, knock your mic over. 
I have another. <laughs> it is it is a beer show, guys. So yep. he's that's true. Uh, he's, yeah, that's good. he's indulging. <laughs> oh no, Jeremy, your mic shut off. <laughs> you broke it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what? I can't hear you. Are you serious? No. No, I'm not serious at all. Put your <laughs> no, mic back geez. down, Nate. Everyone can hear that. Well, jeez. Cool. <laughs> For once in your you. life. Are you serious? <laughs> so, yes. Nick. Why is that so dumb, Tom? Yeah. Nick, great job on the social media side of things. Um, everybody's, uh, 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 you know, we're growing, checking it out. And uh, thanks for putting the work in. We appreciate that. So, uh, let's talk beer. It's the four Norsemen's top four things. Well, because there's four of us and we were too lazy to do a top ten. Well, you know, we uh, uh, we decided that, yeah, it was good tonight to do uh, our top four beers of all time. Um, and this was tough. Like, okay, for me, it wasn't tough for three of them. And, like, my the three, I think you guys would be able to guess very easily. But that fourth one, that fourth one was rather ambiguous. It was, uh, uh, I couldn't quite decide. So, um, I'm interested to see what you guys came up with as well. I'm excited about this. I like to talk beer, um, and uh, this will be a lot of fun. Uh, so, how do we want to do this? Do we want to go... Uh, around and everybody do their four and and then move on or do we want to do four 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 three 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 and yeah or did we want to rank them i guess i have my four i can rank them quick um i i just had kind of four of them but i my vote would be let's let's do one at a time as we kind of swing it around okay i have a feeling that we might double up on a few and Whoever is last then might uh, might not get their their due time. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I I, I would fully expect that we have some duplicates on our list. So uh, that being said, uh, yes, I think we could all, all start with our number four, and uh, and then go from there. So Great. who would like to start? I'll start. I'll start. I'll start just so that. Oh, we okay. Jeremy will. Start. Jeremy will Good. start. Jeremy can start. It doesn't matter. I can go. Nope. Start. You uh, said it first. Okay. Go now. Do it. Five. I'm going to start three, with two. a. <laughs> I'm going to start with a new addition to my favorite beer list. Um, I discovered it when I moved down to the Dirty Dirty South. Yep. Um, it's from a brewery called Highland Brewing, and it's their Gaelic Ale. Adam, you've had oh, this. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, it's uh, uh, designate, designated as Asheville's first beer. Uh, it's their, and obviously their first as well. It's an amber uh, American ale, and it's uh, rich and malty. Um, it's uh, uh, exceptionally balanced between malty sweetness and delicate hop bitterness, and it makes a clear winner with a broad range of food pairings it's a ibu of 35 and a half percent alcohol and um it's been voted north carolina's best all-around beer in 2015 2016 2017 2018 2019 and 2020 it was really good i enjoyed it a lot so yeah it was really good i think i had more of those than any other beer you had in your in your frigidator so a quick uh, question, since, you know, reading the website's fun and all, is there a comparative beer that, you know, some of us might know? Um, I would kind of compare it to any of your classic reds. I mean, maybe like a, I don't know, like a Finnegan's or like a something yeah. like that, Adam. Yeah, nice. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. If I'm recalling, if I'm, a, if I recall, Reclectic, I would I say that it's a, 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 somewhere around that range of a, of a Finnegan's. Yeah. Uh, nice. Beer. So yeah, it's a very. Good, I would enjoy. I enjoyed that. it. I enjoyed it a lot. So sometimes, sometime if you guys come down, we'll we'll have a bunch. Okay. Uh, well, Nick, you said next, sure. so go ahead. Uh, I will also go. I I my number four was the Amber Route as well, uh, a local amber from Duluth, Minnesota, from Bent Paddle uh, Brewery up in Duluth. Uh, it is called Fourteen Degrees ESB. Uh, it's an amber ale, a English strong bitter beer. 
Um, and so I, I really enjoy ambers and it's one that I've, I've started to drink over the last few years uh, when I was kind of looking for a new amber to try. So, um, you know, it is uh, 32 on the IBU scale, 5.6 uh, ABV. It won the 2017 uh, gold medal in the amber category at the Great American Beer Festival. Uh, local brewery that I know had had entered and won. And so I was kind of looking at the website when the local brewery of a, of a friend of mine uh, won something. And uh, and I saw it on there and I liked amber. So I gave it a try. And now it's it's pretty consistently in my fridge. Right on. Awesome. So 14 degrees ESB. I love that one. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. so good. I had it on tap at... Um, uh, 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 Oh my God! The pizza place in White Bear Lake. Oh, pizza peso. peso. Yeah, thank you, peso. 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 Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, I had it on the, on tap there for the very first time, and I I love that beer. Wonderful, yep. wonderful beer. So very nice choice. Do, do does uh, Ben Paddle? Just to be clear, I don't know if anybody knows this or not. Do they have a water softener? That they use <laughs> no, no. Actually, Jeremy, they they do not have a water softener, um, but Summit. Has a water softener, <laughs> and Nuglaris has a water softener. Inside yeah. jokes are rampant yeah. tonight. Yeah, uh, and Shells <laughs> has a water softener. Seriously, like okay, <laughs> so I think we've told this story on the podcast yeah. before, but we were up at Jeremy's bachelor party and we toured Ben Paddle and. The the guy who gave us the tour had the worst fake, fake British accent I've ever heard in my Terrible. life. And he talked at length about how a lot of breweries have water softeners, but Ben Paddle does not. He was a total Todd. I hope they fired him. Uh, so, yes, very good choice, though. It, it is a great brewery. And I assume that everyone else besides that guy gives wonderful tours. So... <laughs> Tom, you want to go next? Sure. Okay, what do you got, buddy? I'm interested well, I to see your list most of all. Yeah, because I definitely enjoy more of the IPA route, which I don't feel like you guys really dive into as deeply as I do. But uh, it's one that I had recently, and I just put it on my my new rotation simply because it was a very tasty beer. And when you're only going to have a couple of beers, it's nice to have a double IPA that's drinkable. Right. So Tin Whiskers out of St. Paul, their Bot of Prey, double IPA. Delicious, yeah. not overly hoppy. Okay. Uh, it's 9.7 on the Richter scale, so it gets you going after having a couple of them. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. It's cool. delicious. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah, awesome. Um, tin Tin Whiskers, you said? Yeah, Tin Whiskers out of St. Paul. So do they have a tap room stuff? Be there. I would assume so. I haven't. I haven't tried to go there. Okay. But we had it. Uh, we got my sister picked it up. My aggressive sister picked it up at Total Wine, and inside jokes. <laughs> you know, comes in sixteen ounce cans, and it's great. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go now. Should I go with the with the? Should I go with my obvious picks, or should I go with my ambiguous one? I don't know. Rank them. I don't. Yeah. Just, okay. Just so go number four. So number just four. Go, okay. So yeah. number four was the hardest one for me. The other three kind of could be interchangeable on my list, but number four on my list of beers, I had it narrowed down to like seven different ones because it was tough. But I went with one that I actually discovered this year that I love very very much. And um, I have been drinking it at length, and I'm drinking it right now. It is uh, Summit's Winter Ale. I love maltier beers. Um, uh, uh, Darker side is great, but I don't usually go into, like, the coffee uh, stouts or uh, or anything like that too much. But this this is a wonderful beer. I have to imagine the buying season for that one's getting to a close here. Yeah. Yeah, I bought like the last four cases from the uh, local liquor store the other day, so I could have it for a while. But yes, uh, Summit's Winter Ale, a wonderful, wonderful. It is good. Yeah, I like that one. Yep. Okay. Who went first? Jeremy went first. I did. Okay. Number three. Go for it, Jeremy. Well, au contraire, mon frère. Mm. We have an IPA for number three on my list. It's a Minnesota beer that you all know. Um, 
Surly Furious. Yeah. Um, it's actually probably, you know, it, they, they classify it a little bit maltier than, than in your traditional IPA. Um, it does come in at 6.7 uh, APVs. Um, I consider it a sessional because I drink a lot of them whenever I drink them, um, but I don't know if it actually is. Um, but uh, I, whatever it is about that particular, you know, beer from Surly, I just hits me in the right spot. I actually bought it down here when I saw it and I stocked up and uh, I'm craving more. So Surly has that um, a certain uh, flavor. It must mm-hmm. be from their water softener. And, um, <laughs> and, and it, I think there's not a better beer in their rep- repertoire that balances with whatever water they're using or whatever flavoring they have better than than furious. i think you're hitting it right there yeah, yeah because I, it, whatever it, it is about that well. one i mean i like hell and i like you know a lot of their yep. other beers but whatever it is about that that furious it just mm-hmm. i've got wasted off of that yeah it hits you it hits you in the right places and it's a great yeah. starter ipa for those yeah. that aren't into oh, the ipa sure. crowd yep. that uh that are looking yep. for to 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 try that so all right, Got to go to their tap room. Their tap, their tap room is great. Yeah, their tap yep. room is great. So, um, Nick, your next one. Awesome. All right, my number three beer is an interesting one to me because if I can get it on tap, it would probably move to number one. Uh, but in a can, it just doesn't quite live up. Uh, and so I'm going with Castle Cream Ale uh, from Castle Danger Brewery. In two I knew Harbors that would be on your list. Yep. Uh, I love this beer, um, but like I said, if if it is in a can, I can kind of take it or leave it. But on tap, it is my favorite beer, mm-hmm. uh, probably on earth. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of got that slightly uh, sweet, creamy texture to it. You know, it's a real golden beer that kind of balances out. It has a little bit of bitterness to it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so it's just kind of smooth and clean finish. I can have a boatload of them. Um, and so, yeah, that is my number three. Once again, that super awesome water from the Duluth to Arbor. <laughs> um, you just can't get enough of that. Duluth I just water. can't. I mean, I was on that tour and I was like, why have I been drinking any beer that isn't from Northern Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, I don't want that crap in my body from yeah. the water softener. Yep. And so, uh, so Castle Cream Ale, Castle Danger. <laughs> Anytime I can find it in a restaurant, I'm there. So I'm missing it right now with with the COVID season not being able to to get it at mm-hmm. at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, I'm missing it to a bar right now. Yeah, so. it is much. It is one of those beers that that is significantly better yep. on tap. I'll get. I'll give you that. Yep. So yeah. All right, yep. Tom. I agree with you, Nick. Hundred percent. Tap beer always is better. Right. And. My third on the list here is coming from Minneapolis at Insight Brewing, mm-hmm. and Great it is called brewery. Trollway. Mm, yes. And, and Trollway is a citrus IPA. It comes in at a 7 ABV. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a delicious, easy-drinking beer, and I, have a feel, I haven't ever been able to have it on tap, but I have a feeling I would probably never leave the bar if I found it somewhere on tap. Right. So... It's it's one that uh, I've been enjoying a lot lately, and it's become widely available. For a while, it was just a few liquor stores, but they've really been pushing on the marketing side of things. They're all over in the Twin City area. All right, my number three, I think, isn't going to shock that I chose it, but it's going to shock that I put it at number three. And I don't think from the ages of 21 to 27 that I consumed more of any other liquid than this. <laughs> and it's from uh, the the fabled New Glarus Brewery in New Glarus, Wisconsin. It is the Spotted Cow. You haven't lived, folks, until you have had a frosty mug of Spotted Cow on tap. It, it It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me love craft beer. Honestly, that's the beer that made me love beer. To begin with so but the reason it's at number three is i have a tough time drinking it anymore because it it really messes up my stomach when i do spotted cow will always have a soft spot in my heart are you gonna cry i might it's really good and i can't drink it as much as i used to be able to so you're next i'm next and i also have a new glarus beer um 
like Adam, I don't like Spotted Cow as much as I used to. Um, I had to go with a new Glarus. Um, I waver back and forth between uh, the Staghorn, which is an awesome October. Oh, that is so good. And obviously the Spotted Cow. Do you remember Snowshoe? Yeah. That was really yep. good beer that as well. That was good too. But I went with two women. Uh, it's a, a classic uh, lager. Um, actually, it was a collaboration of two craft companies, uh, Nucleus and Waymer. Waymerman? Waymerman? Waymerman. Malting. I don't know what that is, but I just read out their website. Last anyway. scooter sometime. Yeah, exactly. He'll be able to pronounce <laughs> it. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's just their best beer and from one of the best breweries on the planet. Mm. And it sucks I have to go to Wisconsin to get it, but uh, I yeah. love that beer. We're going to keep the trend alive. My number two beer is Spotted Cow from New Glarus as well for a lot of the same reasons. I uh, I, I grew grew into my beer loving like you, Adam, uh, on mm-hmm. New Glarus, going to, going to college in Wisconsin. Um, my, my teammate and, and dear friend uh, who I've taught with for, for many, many years lives. Her family is from the other side of Wisconsin. So it's really the only time I get it is whenever she goes to visit, she brings me back just like a carload mm-hmm. of it. I get it a couple times a year and I get really excited for it. Uh, it still is probably the beer that like just the best all around beer I've ever right. probably drank. Right? right. Like it's good out of a bottle. It's good out of a can. It's good out of the tap. You can drink it all parts of the year. Um, you know, I think my, my tastes have matured a little bit um, and, and I'm finding other beers that I like beyond it. Yeah. Um, but still the, the nostalgia of it uh, and, and just the memories plus how good it is. It's just a right. fantastic on, on top of it. And I don't have tummy problems with it. Yeah. So, I, um, I, I, I think it's, it, it's, it seriously is best just mm-hmm. ice cold like it's the best ice fishing beer because mm-hmm. you just stick it in the snowbank next to the fishing hole nice. and just drink it as it as you go you know and it's it's really wonderful i love that beer yeah i i guess i i didn't know where to go on the list with that same same beer and i think the nostalgia aspect and i have not had nearly as many fun memories with any other beer <laughs> outside of Spotted Cow. <laughs> the stories are endless, many of which started, maybe ended, we don't always know, in River Falls <laughs> with the frosty mug of Spotted Cow. It's a great beer, and I feel like you you really nailed it with, it's almost like a gateway beer into the craft beer scene. Right, yeah. right. It really yeah. is a good, it is a good yep. intro, yep. Uh, easy drinking beer to get into, and then you start wanting to try more things. Right, So right. New Glarus is awesome. They yeah. have a, an extensive lineup of delicious beers. It got to the point where Tom and I, at 2.30 p.m. on a Monday, would meet for lunch at the Main Streeter in River Falls. Great burgers, great waffle fries, great, great beer. And they, they would just automatically bring us frosty mugs of Spotted Cow. They wouldn't even mm-hmm. ask. Um, the the gal behind the bar just knew us that well. And we he, maybe paid for every other beer too. It was great as a college student. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, we'd walk out of there. I after twelve, thirteen hours of drinking spotted cow and eating waffle oh. fries and cheese curds and burgers um, with a thirty five dollar tab. Uh, I, so yeah, yeah, I don't know if we were. I don't think we were necessarily paying for them all. So, but that's the beauty <laughs> of going to school in a very small town too. So number two, right? Uh, my number two, it's Grain Belt Nordies. There is not a beer that is in my fridge more frequently than Grain Belt Nordies. And I challenge, outside of maybe Spotted Cow, I would challenge anyone to find a beer that is more universally liked by all beer tastes. Like, if you're, if you're having a party... And you have no idea what people like for beer. Buy Nordeast because it can satisfy any uh, beer drinker's taste. It's a wonderful beer. I was actually working for KQ92 as an intern when they introduced it at the um, at the freight house in Stillwater. They had it on tap there. It changed my life. Like, it was awesome. So it was super good beer, and I've been drinking it ever since. Uh, yeah, Grain Belt Nordeast is my number two beer. Jeremy. And my number one is Grain Belt Nordeast. 
There you uh, go. Not to beat a dead horse here, but uh, way the Grain Belt website puts it, a light maltiness and a soft hop bitterness makes this smooth lager extra crushable. Yeah, it's and so good. You I don't know if so there's many. a better way to, to describe it. Yeah. I mean, I have a 12-pack that I got in November that's still sitting in my garage because I am like saving it for You're like coveting special it. occasions. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's like champagne so down there. It, it is. It, and in you know one of my you know besides missing friends and family um, um, from Minnesota, um, this top is probably tater. number two. Now, nah, top the tater is definitely underneath North. <laughs> <laughs> Nick numero uno. All right, my number one is is a little bit surprising. I've learned probably over the last two years that I think my favorite kind of beer to drink are, are hazy IPAs, uh, hazy ales, hazy, hazy IPAs, kind of that New England style uh, IPA. And so when I was thinking about that, that is consistently when I go to the liquor store, what I'm going to bring home. I usually have at least one a night. And so when I'm thinking about what is my favorite one of those, um, it's, it's a beer from Surly Brewing. Uh, as well, uh, called Rocket Surgery. Um, it is you can just finally start to get it in stores. I'm really excited. It's finally it has a canned pack, though it is expensive as hell right now. Uh, hazies are, are typically a little bit more expensive. You don't get a ton of cans for your eighteen dollars. Right, and yeah, it's a four pack, right? Yep. Yep. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Um, four beers for eighteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. What yep. are you at a Vikings Woo! game? <laughs> <laughs> One beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's super great uh, I, I really enjoy it it's got kind of that citrus fruity hop blast at the end that mixed with that IPA flavor but I, I just love hazies right now and it's it's my favorite uh, hazy that, that I have access to uh, so it is by far my, my top beer right now right on Tom give it to me so beer, I, the... it's the first time you heard that <laughs> it's not the first time you heard it in the last two hours yes <laughs> So I, I struggled with, with putting it together mainly because I have an extensive beer list of things that I enjoy. And so I had to go with something that I can find many different places. And it seems like it's a go-to drink for me, no matter if I'm at a restaurant or just going to a liquor store, I'm going to bring some beer home. Uh, I went with Bell's Two Hearted Ale and it's a citrus IPA. You like and that one. Yeah, you really I do. do. I do. I love that one. And I can find it pretty much anywhere. And oftentimes, for whatever reason, they consider it a domestic beer. And so if I'm going to be drinking a Coors Light or a Bell's, why wouldn't I be drinking a Bell's? Right. And I just, a couple years ago, I developed a taste for it and I'll drink it any day of the week. The last time due to COVID, you know, we don't see each other in person very often, but the last time uh tom came to my house i think you crushed a 12-er of that uh real quick and yeah it wouldn't surprise me yep yep and uh you brought it because uh, we had a, a vast collection of beer here and uh yeah <laughs> no one else drank any of the of the bells tom t and then the next morning i'm like jesus emptying the the recycling like holy crap he drank all Oh. I was just trying to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Do does Bell's have soft water? Well, it's from the it's from the UP, so oh it gosh. probably doesn't need a water have, softener. I bet you they probably don't need yeah. a water softener. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You got the yep. waters. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. I guess that brings me to my number one, which uh, is a beer that I look forward to. Uh, when August rolls around every year and it, it I get I, I'm happy because it gets released earlier and earlier but it seems like it ends earlier and earlier and it's an Oktoberfest and it is a shells Oktoberfest uh, the uh, the best beer I've I've ever drank and uh, anytime I drink a maltier uh, a beer uh, of that style I always compare it to that Um and nothing ever seems to 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 measure up. When we did our Oktoberfest show back in the old version of the Norseman, if you guys remember, we had what six 
blind tastings of, of Oktoberfest yeah, beers. Fun. That was a lot so. of fun. We should do that again. And I think shells, the shells one won out uh, pretty easily. Um, the rest were Summit very, did well, too. Summit did well, too. Summit's probably got the second best one that I've had, but there's something about what shells does. Maybe it's their soft water that <laughs> does it. So, um, so yeah, that is my number one uh, a beer of all time. So, um, God, I love beer. I can yeah. uh, like seriously. I, I get a little emotional about how much I love beer. Is that a bad thing? Should I talk to someone? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I think a harder list would you know because we all love so many different beers. Right. I think a harder list would be your least four favorite beers that you oh. still drink. <laughs> the or least like that, that could be a fun caveat touch. to put in there. That could be <laughs> a cab. Uh, that'd be that'd be fun to put in there. Yeah, I could I Weird. could e- I could easily do the 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 least four. That I yeah, we'd find out all where our standards were right. real quick. Yeah, <laughs> mine, my, 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 my bottom Coke four would light. be ones that I drank extensively in college that are like eighteen, like fifteen dollars for a thirty pack of Old Milwaukee. Um, Old Milwaukee and, uh, Best Light. It has it, its place. It did have its. It did have its place when we were 18 young and dumb. Twenty three. Yep. 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 For sure. So. Um, any honorable mentions that you guys were considering that you want to mention quick? Uh, Longboard for me yeah, uh, is from, from Kona um, out of Hawaii is a, is a solid beer. A big wave. They have two of them out of there yeah. that I'll kind of bounce back and yep. forth. But um, Northeast is such a classic as mm-hmm. well. So that was, yep. that was very close as well. So yep. um, those, are, those would be my other two. Three. Where do you guys stand on the seltzer game? Not beer separate category yes it could be included where are you on that um, i think it's a different category in my mind right right yeah totally I, I i agree i don't i wouldn't classify it as as beer but there there are some good ones that aaron and i tried over the course of the summer that um were uh, very refreshing very light um, uh, i could see myself getting very drunk yeah. on a lot of those and drink a lot of them so when it's yeah. 95 degrees out yeah. and yep. one of those things touches your lips. <laughs> <laughs> what button bar? What things? What things in particular? <laughs> well, your brother's got a big mouth. Is that one of those moments where I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you hesitated, but you still went through it. Like you could see the wheels turning. Like I shouldn't finish this sentence, but I, but I did. But I did. I well, your brother's finished. got a big mouth. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Lots. Uh, uh, on that note, we could, we could move on. We would invite you to email us your four favorite beers and we'll gladly share them on the show norseman4 that's the number four at gmail.com so more to come on this edition of the four norsemen speaking of beer scooter's got one it's on the way scooter's beer of the week and uh uh, we have a game to play in tom's hero of the week hang tight i don't know why i talk that high Beer of the Week, brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. All right, this week's Beer of the Week is from Bell's Brewery out of Kalamazoo in Comstock, Michigan. That's a great it town is, name, Kalamazoo. Isn't it Kalamazoo? Yep, I, feel I love like it. Could, I feel like it could be a kid's song, Kalamazoo something. Or Kalamazoo other. should play Baraboo. In the in the funny name finals, I like it. Okay, I like it a lot. All right, so from Bell's Brewery, we have Bright White, otherwise known as or formerly known as Winter White. 
Okay. So I'm continuing on my theme of winter beer. I think I've um, had this one going on. So it is it is a popular beer. It's it's Bell's distributes all over the place, so there's a good chance you've had this one. Yeah. It is a Belgian inspired wheat ale. I have had this one. Yeah, I think it's a it's a, a pretty good beer. Yeah. Um it, ABV 5% and then they hide their IBUs um, on their website. They actually have a little disclaimer saying that we don't like to post our IBUs because it's very subjective and perceived bitterness versus actual bitterness. And they have a whole little spiel about it. But then at the bottom of that, it says IBUs 21. Okay. So it's 21 IBUs. Um, I like the idea of IBUs because you kind of get an idea of the bitter possible bitterness of it. But I understand where they're coming from, that it is a very subjective thing. Uh, this beer is only available from November to January. So if it's on the shelves now, get it because it, is, it does only have a six-month lifespan. And uh, it, you won't see it now until November this fall. So going into the beer itself, I pour the beer out. It pours cloudy, and that's from the yeast. Uh, this is one that you pour half the beer into the glass, swirl the bottle, and then pour the rest in there so you can suspend the yeast that's settled to the bottom okay. of the of the bottle. Um, the yeast into flavor and such, the yeast can kind of add a little bit of a funky taste to it. So if you don't like it, pour the bottle carefully to not disturb the yeast at the bottom, and you get a little bit of a different beer. You don't have that yeast funk that or at least as strong as it would be if you're adding the full yeast in there. Gotcha, um, okay. But adding the yeast in there, it is good for you. That is actually, um, there's a lot of protein there and uh, it's good stuff for you. So it makes the beer a health drink. Okay. So when you add the yeast in. But again, pouring it out, pours cloudy. It is a bright straw bale yellow. Um, not quite golden, but not really pale yellow either. A uh, nice bright color. Uh, has a thick, glossy, snowy white head. It's beautiful. Uh, it, it is that quintessential, perfect looking glass of beer. Okay. Uh, when you pour it properly. I love that. The head does collapse. Um, and then it, uh, as it collapses, it leaves a very fine lacing on the glass um, and just a small little skim of foam as you're drinking. The smell of the beer, uh, you smell a little bit of clove, a little bit of spiciness. Um, that's coming from the Belgian yeast. Um, Belgian yeasts are, uh, they're a little bit funky. They got a little bit going on. And then some of that clove is also coming from the, the wheat in the, in the beer itself. Most beer, it, it's primarily barley. Wheats add a little bit of extra to it. So I really like wheat beers because of the complexity that the wheat does add to it. Sure. Um, so you get that little bit of clove. Um, you get that funkiness from from the yeast. Again, it's not a bad funkiness. It's it's a pleasant funkiness. I, I pick up a little bit of like green pear. Not the not the sourness of it, but just like that background pear flavor. And that, that comes through in the taste of uh, a little bit of spice and maybe even a little bit of cracker okay. smell to it. This beer is not not hoppy. It's not overly bitter, but it's not also it's not overly sour either. It's it's a very smooth drinking, very easy, pleasant beer. But it's got a lot um, going on. It's got a lot going on. Uh, real faint bitterness. Finish is very clean, uh, very dry. It's not overly sweet. You know, it's not over anything. It's it's a very nice middle of the road, easy drinking, uh, refreshing beer. So, like I said before, an overly pleasant beer, very easily drinkable. I highly recommend this uh, this selection of beer. This is the Bell's Brewery Bright White. This is the Four Norsemen. Alright, welcome back. Third and final segment of the Four Norsemen. Nick, Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. My name is Adam Lee. Thanks for being here with us. So much to get to still. Uh, Nick, you uh, you have a game you want us to play, right? I, I do. Alright, what uh, is it called? So this game is called This and That. Uh, this and That. 
thanks. That was really good. Ed. Thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. That. Made it sound really professional. Yep. So yep. I, uh, each of you are going to take a round on this, and it's a chance for our listeners to get to know the three of you really, really uh, in a really, really kind of lightning round format. So I got ten. I got ten this or that for each of you, and it's going to be something like Coke or Pepsi. Coke or Pepsi, right? I'm going to give you two options. Your job is to in- they don't think too hard about it. It's not like a debate on every single one. Winning. First, first instinct, which of these two things uh, do you go with? You don't have to give any sort of explanation why, and we'll just kind of buzz through the list. Make sense? Okay, let's go. Yes. All right, who wants to go first? I wanna. I wanna. All right, Adam, are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Number one, TV or movies? TV. DC or Marvel? Marvel. French fries or tater tots? French fries. Uh, The Muppets or Sesame Street? Muppets. East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. Lucas or Nathan Scott? Lucas. Uh, Cake or pie? Pie. Zoo or aquarium? Aquarium. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone? Schwarzenegger. Uh, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings? Star Wars. There we go, and that's how this oh. or that is played. Oh yeah. Oh. Now, now, the and, man. Boom. Fast. You you had very decisive answers yeah. there. Yeah, I'm a guy who knows what he wants. Yeah, that's that's he knows very what he likes. Winning. Mm. Winning. Well, and Adam, you do have Winning. a Winning. Lord of the Rings sword on your wall. That's. Do you have yeah. a lightsaber on your wall? And it's Winning. the only books you've ever read. Do you want me to so for- I thought right. that was going to be. Do you want me to <laughs> force choke you through the Zoom call? <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> awesome. Who wants to go next? I don't care. All right, Tom. Are you ready? Sure. Here we go. Uh, number one, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Uh, bar of soap or shower gel? Shower gel. Uh, casino games or casino card games or slots? Cards. Uh, swimming pool or lake? Swimming pool. Morning or evening? Evening. Subway or Jimmy John's? Subway. NBA or college? College. Vodka or whiskey? Whiskey. Steak or chicken? Chicken. Ocean or mountains? Probably ocean. There you go. Round two. Ding, 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 ding. I like that. Pretty good. Winning. Pretty good. All right, um, Jeremy. I here. disagreed with yep. you on steak, but everything else I think I got you with. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Now well, vers- versatility for me. That's what I was looking for. Right. Sure. Sure. All right, Jeremy, you ready? Yeah. Here comes yours. Number one, fishing or hunting? Fishing. Gummy worms or gummy bears? Bears. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? Backstreet. Uh, TP over or TP under? In your bathroom. What? Uh, you have to. <laughs> okay, we're coming back to that. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming back to that. Go. All right, lions or tigers? Lions. Uh, bacon or sausage? Bacon. Friends or the office? Friends. Alaska or Hawaii? Alaska. Pizza squares or pizza triangles? Triangles. The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin? The Rock. There we go. That is this or that. Winning! I love that. That was fun. Yeah, that was a fun game. Nice job. Okay, so uh, you you have to take a position on the TP. No, no. Yes, you absolutely There's only one right way. There's only one right way. No. You know, there's people dying in Africa. There's a lot bigger problems in the world than freaking which way the... Toilet paper hangs off the frickin' roll. I'm sorry. One I'm sorry. problem at a time, Jeremy. Yep. Yeah. We need to get... We, if we're going to solve the world's problems, we all need to get in alignment God, here. you guys are just a bunch of OCD MFers. <laughs> <laughs> well, your brother's patent. got a big mouth. <laughs> I, I, I there is a patent. <laughs> it is under on the patent. <laughs> no, it's not. It's over. Is it over? <laughs> yep. I do want to say... when It's in our this- bathroom. <laughs> When putting this together, I did not think that TP over or under would trigger Jeremy the way that it did tonight. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I do. It's over. It's always over. Always over. It doesn't feel right otherwise. 
There's something about That's it. That's your reason. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right when you're, you know, when you're. It, there's something about it. That like Charmin that's a, that's isn't a soft. Question. I bet you the Charmin <laughs> bears do it over. <sighs> God, I know there's a correct way, but I really don't care. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> See, <laughs> now, before the show, Jeremy asked me to get that sound like from Mighty Ducks 2. <laughs> and I've used it against him more times than anything. Oh, I knew how I was going to get you. Well, your brother's I got don't a have a mouth. button bar down here in South Carolina. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> One Lee with a button bar is all we need. Yep, that's bad enough. That's bad enough. All right. Uh, Tom, you locked and loaded? I'm locked. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeballs, stupefying hero of the week. With. Jeremy. <laughs> it's not with Jeremy. <laughs> it's, it's not at all. Far from it, I'm sure. <laughs> all right, Tom, what do you got this week? <laughs> well, uh, trying to create a diverse list of heroes is always difficult. And I feel like often left out of the hero market are some of the wealthier people in the world that do a lot of good things. Okay. So one of my favorite philanthropists uh, also owns an NBA team. He's a, a leader on Shark Tank. <laughs> and one of the companies that he invested in and is now uh, aiming to disrupt the pharmaceutical industry is Mr. Mark Cuban. Is that Charlie? No, it's Mark Cuban. And his, co and his company that uh, he calls Cost Plus Drugs. And what they're doing is they're aiming to make generic drugs readily available, affordable, uh, and take away all of the power that the stupid pharmaceutical companies have. And by the end of 2021, they should have about 100 generic drugs that they are able to produce. And it'll be with a 15% markup that just covers the shipping and marketing costs to oh, get that's awesome. where they need to go. And that's what it should have been the whole freaking time. Mm, yeah. Yep. And they're doing it for rare diseases. They're doing it for common ailments. Uh, I, I feel like that's that's one of the industries that's ripe for that kind of disruption. So keep going, Cubes. Woo! Keep going. Great job. You guys are doing that. good. He is he he has a certain um, appeal, attraction about him, right? Where it's like, and I don't know if it's necessarily the the money. It's like a, it it's the it's the personality of of uh, how he carries himself, like. You can tell that he definitely could be an asshole when he wants to be, but I think most business people that are that successful could. But also, there's a there's a level of uh, of uh, personability, and um, you can tell he cares. You can tell he cares. I feel like sure. if any of us had that level of notoriety, power, money, I kind of feel like we'd be in that same boat. Mm -hmm. You have this kind of cocky arrogance about you but you're yep. also just gonna disrupt whatever you want yep tell anyone to f off that you want to because yep. you can and yep. it's probably right most of yep. the time for sure yep i like that cuban okay. 24 28 i feel like he can do more good outside of that office yeah, you're probably right you're yeah. probably right Buff Bagwell rules. He does. Good he does. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. He does just rule. Wanted yep. to make sure we, we remembered a true hero. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for Hero of the Week. Anytime. Uh, did, did anyone see Tom Brady uh, get really drunk uh, on the boat parade today and throw the, threw the trophy, the, yeah. threw the Super Bowl trophy from one boat to another boat. I mean, he's kind of oh, like, <laughs> he's kind of like, screw it. I got six more of these at home, but, right, right. but but you just see everyone's eyes. Like, did he honestly just do that? Yeah. And Gronk was in his element. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Watch some of the Twitter videos of it. Yeah, Brady, yeah, got, do Brady got hammered. He had um, to be carried off. <laughs> oh, I don't want to, I don't want to extend things uh, more than we need to, but like, you gotta respect it, right? Oh, like yeah. as much as I, I think a lot of people didn't want him to win, the fact that there's one guy out there that has more titles than any f actual franchise 
in the NFL. That that's something. Like that's something we'll tell our grandkids about. Like yeah. how our parents oh, told sure. us about Joe Montana and yeah. how he played, and and uh, the stories of the. Uh, it's it's yeah. myth, it'll be mythological at some yeah. point. Um, I mean it. I mean we were, it's we were alive during Tom Brady. Yeah, know? it's it's Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan, and Tom Brady. I mean yep. it's just you know. Yep. It's unarguable almost at this point. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, it was incredible to see what he was able to do um, at that age um, uh, on on Sunday. So, um, I mean, just really incredible. Really incredible. So, uh, that's it for this episode of The Four Norsemen. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the conversation, questions, comments, rants. Send it our way. Twitter, Facebook, emails to Norseman4. That's the number four at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, Pandora, Overcast. So many places to check us out. And, of course, uh, our Podbean page, fournorseman.podbean.com. And don't forget to review us as well. We really appreciate it. Shane Ivers, he rules. He provides our music for us. Uh, check out silvermansound.com. That's silvermansound.com for all sorts of music that you can use on your uh, podcasts, YouTube videos, all sorts of stuff like that. And special thanks to you guys. It's good to chat with you tonight. Nick Marty, the Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy, as always. And to you folks, you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. For all of us here at the Four Norsemen, I'm Adam Lee, considering those eardrums. Satisfied. Goodbye. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. I love you. I think my dog has to poop. Bye, guys. I miss you. That sucked. It didn't. It was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. With Jeremy. <laughs>